One, two, one, two. Let me see. One, two, one, two. Nothing yet? No? Matt, are we good? Where are you, Matt? Now we can switch. One, two, one, two. Should we switch? All right, we'll go with the uh, old, school. old school mic. It's so good. Well, welcome, everybody. Thank you for being here. This is the uh, Shoreline Church of Christ. Um, I think I'm ready to go, right? It's been a great worship. Great time being together here. Put that over there. And I'm um, just so grateful to see the uh, Long Beach family, Coastal. Uh, they're very, very good friends of our family. They've been there through the good and the bad and the ugly. And i um, grateful to see them here. Thank you for... Let me see this mic. There we go. All right. Um, and thank you for showing. I mean, you guys did great with the singing and following along with Spanish. That was awesome. So, uh, yeah, yeah. Applauses, por favor. Um, so, as you can see, let me see, let's see if this works, there you go, um, as you can see, my wife's sitting on the corner here, and we have a new baby girl, her name is Emma, here's a, here's a picture of my twins, Max and Emily, and our little baby Emma, um, thank you all of you for your prayers and the meals. Everything was so great. Um, was was yummy actually. And um, thank you so much. Uh, the surgery, the C-section went well. Thank you, Lord. And uh, there was a few, you know, little problems here and there before the surgery, just prepping her up. Uh, but good thing, she, my wife, she's a fighter. She's a fighter. So, wives, women, I mean, woman. I don't know how you guys do it, but you guys are amazing. Um, so here, here's another picture of me and Emma. I have to use the clicker and then click it here. Right. And then this is our family. So that was a few days right after the surgery, the C-section. Um, my wife, you can see the raccoon eyes. We're trying to hang in there. And um, there's Max and Emily. So, uh, yeah, thank you so much again for your prayers. And continue to pray for us, please. Um, well, my name is Rodrigo Regada. I'm pretty sure if a few of you guys know, but I haven't mentioned it yet. And um, today we're going to talk about spiritual growth that can be seen. Uh, that's going to be our title of the lesson. Before we start, let's, let's pray. Uh, dear Lord, thank you so much for this time here that I'm able to come to you. Um, I'm honored, I'm grateful, humble, and um, please use me as your vessel, as your tool. Uh, talk to my brothers and sisters, and um, just whatever is in my heart um, that can be able to share along and pass along to everybody here. So excited for everything that we have seen, enjoyed, heard, the message, uh, the communion, Dad, and can't wait to, to see Jake. Wow. Um, so excited for the Burns and Jake and Alexis. Beautiful family. Thank you so much for them. 
Um, be with me as I preach today and everybody else who's here. Thank you so much. We love you. In your son's name I pray. Amen. Amen. So spiritual growth that can be seen. Um, we're going to learn many practicals today. So I love practicals. I'm a guy that needs to have practicals in my life so I can apply them. Um, I'm going to ask you, I'm going to have you guys very involved during this lesson. And I'm going to ask you a few questions. So when you bump into a brother or sister and you ask them, hey, how you doing? How's everything? How you doing spiritually? What is like the normal response that you would probably get? Good, yeah, hanging in there, you know. I mean, that's a common response, right? Uh, which is natural. Sometimes we don't have the time. Sometimes we don't really can connect in that very moment. But um, we're going to learn a lot more about this. Let me see. Here we go. So what are different examples of growth? So I just wanted to ask you guys, what are different examples of growth? Like, you guys can just say a few things, whatever you guys are thinking. What are examples of growth? What do you guys think? Courage. Courage. I heard something in the back. Hey, I love where you guys live. Yes, yes, okay. Anything else? David? Maturity. Maturity, thank you. Um, I put physical stuff, like hair, weight. What about your bank account? Don't we want that to grow? Um, getting smarter. Dude, I want to get smarter. Can I get smarter? God, give me more wisdom. So I'm going to show you guys an example of growth. And I think you guys already saw the first picture. So that was me as a baby. Who knows if I was two or three months? Um, I look like Max and Emily, now Emma, I'm pretty sure. Um, here's another picture. I think I was seven or eight years old. I'm, I'm guessing. You know, the next picture, you guys, please don't judge me. All right, have some compassion. So this was in high school. Alright, so don't judge me. So I think I was going in puberty here. I would think so. And then in the next picture, I was cut on the app. So I, I don't know who was that. I don't know if it was Lewis. I don't know. <laughs> so watch out there. Watch out. Alright, now I want to ask you guys another question. Who have you seen grow here at church? And again, you guys just can yell a few things, whoever, maybe you want to share about somebody really quick, very briefly. The man up there. What's your name, bro? Fernando. 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 Okay, thank you for sharing, Fernando. Anybody else? Yeah. 
Yes, definitely. Come on, ladies. Good job. Thank you. I've seen uh, Logan and Josh and Rebecca grow. Logan, because he used to be a teenager in a high school ministry, now he's uh, helping to lead the team ministry and just watching his ability to love and lead others. And for Josh, uh, the way he has really taken it to another level about really meeting the spiritual needs of others and really talking about yeah. their heart and what's in there, drawing that out. And that's a special skill to attain. He's, he's done a really great job doing that, both him and Rebecca. So it's been great to watch. Yeah, definitely. Good job, you guys. Good job. One more, one more. Oh, back there. Thank you. Thank you for sharing. That, that was great. Um, if I may, I want to share also about a few people. Um, I, had, I mean, I can share about everybody. You guys have grown so much, and you guys are, are doing amazing here, and with your families, singles, whatnot. Um, I do want to say something about Alex. Um, I remember him praying not to want to lead the singles, not to take ownership of that group, and, and now leading the singles, and, and doing that, you know with the rest of the guys and, and we've seen him now preach a few times so you know I'm grateful for Alex man good job I want to pray I mean uh, I want to share about Roland Roland uh, so the swans we get together with them for D time and uh, with man just to see his humility uh, the willingness to, to get together with us if you guys don't know man and Roland they're probably you know, they're definitely older than us. And just to see that humility to get together with us. <laughs> Sorry, bro. Not to put you on blast. <laughs> love you, bro. You guys are amazing. Um, by the way, I asked these people if I could share with them. So I have the green light. <laughs> Dan, um, I remember sharing with Dan something about his character one time that we got together. And um, he was completely humble and asked me in detail what I meant it. And um, that he was going to work at it. Um, you know, we prayed about it. And um, man, Dan, Dan is just an amazing guy. Very humble guy. So I really appreciate about that. And willingness to, to work at whatever I have to, whatever I have to say, right? Um, and also, one more person, Veronica. You know, how she has grabbed on her face by asking for advice, for going after people. Uh, the way she has grown and taken care of her family and persevering through school. I mean... If you guys don't know Veronica, she has three kids, single, um, single mom, and uh, she's doing amazing with, with her family. So uh, I just want to applaud everybody for, for doing that. Well, let, let's take it to the scriptures. We're going to go to First uh, Timothy four fifteen. First Timothy four fifteen. So it says, be diligent in these matters. Give yourself wholly to them so that everyone may see your progress. So this scripture already shows us that there is an expectation for us to grow. It does not matter how long you've been a Christian, you will never arrive. Even if you take small steps in the right direction, eventually people will see your progress. So this is growth that can be seen. Spiritual growth can happen when things are going good. Now, 
Sometimes growth can happen when life is flowing. You guys know what I mean? When everything is good, everything is going to you know, your side, um, everything just seems to work out, like things just fall into place. Um, your relationships are good, everything's good at work, maybe you get a bonus, you're connecting with God, I mean life is good. So we see growth when things are doing good. On the other hand, spiritual growth can also happen during hard times. Now, have this, has this happened to you yet? And I say yet because eventually it always happens. It, it happens to all of us. So buckle up. Um, God loves these moments because He will test our faith. I tell you, before moving here to Ventura County, I lived in Long Beach. My family and I were going through a very bad situation financially, physically, and emotionally. I remember having a quiet time one time uh, with uh, Philippians 4.12 where Paul says, I know what it is to be in need and I know what it is to have plenty. And, and it's, it's so funny because I, I told my wife, like, I don't know what, is, what, is, what is it like to be in need. And um, surely enough, I, I heard that prayer or that thought and, and a few months later, um, everything just went downhill. Um, I injured my back. I was in the police academy for a few years in LAPD. I busted my back, I busted my knee, I ruptured my, my PCL. Fernando, you ruptured his ACL, so we can relate with that. Um, my meniscus, I turned on my meniscus. I had to take time off from work because obviously I couldn't move, I couldn't do anything. Uh, we weren't getting anything financially. Um, you know, California, EDD, takes a little bit of time to get any money, any help for, for that to come in. At the same time, God showed me humility um, as I asked for help. I had to really bend down to my knees and, and, um, and just go through, through the motions. I remember I, was, I, was, I had to go to WIC. I had to go and ask for government assistance. I remember I had to go and ask for, for help financially. My twins were just born during this time. Max and Emily, we were just born, like maybe three, four months into this. And uh, you can tell that I was a little desperate. I had finished school as well at that time, but I was, I was feeling super discouraged because my supervisor, uh, who I was doing the hour with, said that I was not good enough to work in my field. So it was one thing after another. I was like, <coughs> they were just stabbing me in the, in the side. And I just felt like, man, what's, what's next, right? Um, I felt really down. I didn't know what to do other than just come to God. Um, during this time, I grew in my prayer life, that's for sure. I grew in my humility as I continued to seek for advice and ask for help. I grew in my surrender. I grew in my trust. I understood the importance of sitting still before God. And I was reminded how important it is to cry out to Him. So let us not forget that Jesus, Jesus also wept. Jesús también lloró. Él sufrió. Y me tuve que acordar de ese momento de llorarle a Dios. And I cried out to him. I, you know, definitely had those moments. Let's go to Ephesians 4.2. And it reads, Be completely humble and gentle. Be patient and bear with one another and love. 
So let me set the tone for the next point. Let us remember that God is calling us to be all these things. So these are important characteristics that Paul is talking about. And you have to remember, Paul was reading these letters or writing these letters from a jail cell. I don't know about you, but being in a jail cell, I don't feel very inspired. Some, sometimes people have to be along the sea or the ocean or nature uh, to write a beautiful poem. And I can't believe, again, Paul was able to write all these things. Spiritual growth is impacted by others. So that's point number one. Spiritual growth is impacted by others. We're going to go to Ephesians 4, 7. But to each one of us, grace has been given as Christ apportioned. And we're going to move down to Ephesians 4, 11 through 13. So remember that. It was he who gave some to be apostles, some to be prophets, some to be evangelists, and some to be pastors and teachers, and some to be engineers, nurses, writers, drivers, etc. You, you fill in the blank. To prepare God's people for works of service so that the body of Christ may be built up until we all reach unity and the faith and in the knowledge of the Son and God had become mature, attaining to the whole measure of the fullness of Christ. So these last two scriptures, God has given us gifts as He pleased. When we all work together using our gifts, we will accomplish what God has intended. We have all given an opportunity to make an impact and have an influence to the people around us. Now I look up the word mature, and um, the dictionary says to grow, to be fully grown, having reached the most advanced stage and process. So this is awesome, you guys, because I don't know about you. If we continue to put these things into practice, we will see results. Yeah. Just remember, baby steps. We have to take it slow. Question for you guys. Are you using your gifts to influence others around you? When I became a disciple, it, it was not easy. Obviously, for most of us, I think, becoming a disciple, there's joy. There's so many emotions coming together. But I remember three, three people that were definitely in my life at that time. I can talk about Oscar, who's here. Oscar, can you wave your hand? Thank you for coming down, bro. I love you, bro. David, thank you for coming down. And Joe, I think Joe could not make it. Um, so these brothers have impacted me in a very good way. They have given me counsel, guidance, and great example to follow. I saw their lives and I wanted that. To be fully open in your marriage without any judgment. Yeah. To be a man of integrity. To seek advice from the people that are going to tell me what I need to hear. How to put God first. I remember Oscar telling me while I was going through my divorce. So many of you guys don't know, I went through a divorce here in the kingdom. Maybe we can talk about that in a later lesson. But I remember Oscar telling me, Bro, Rigo, you can either choose God and wait to see what He has in store for you, or take this opportunity to leave the kingdom and rebel against God. I remember that was a very tough situation, a very tough spot. And it was very tempting to leave the kingdom. But I knew that deep inside of me, I wanted to stay. 
I wanted to find out what God had in store for me. And obviously, I looked to my right, and I'm like, my beautiful wife, my kids. Uh, I've got all the things that I need. You guys with me? Oh, man. Let's go to Colossians 128. He is the one we proclaim, admonishing and teaching everyone with all wisdom, so that we may present everybody, everyone fully mature in Christ. We do have a responsibility to each other to use our gifts and help each other grow. Are we part of that solution or are we part of the problem in the circles of relationships in our lives? So give this some thought. Think about the people in your life. Are we making someone struggle when we get around them? Or are we building each other in unity with humility, gentleness, and patience? We need to continue to speak the truth and love to each other. You guys, part of growth is admonishing each other. Iron sharpens iron. Be your brother's keeper. Singles. Campers. How are we asking? How are we doing asking each other? How are finances going? Are you being a good example at work, at school, and all the areas that you're, you're going to? How's your purity? Parents, we need to ask ourselves, am I saying the things to my kids that are helpful, encouraging, to build? Well, you say, well, I'm telling them the truth. Like, I can probably do that with my kids, and I miss it all the time. I mess up all the time. My wife is there to remind me, like, Rigo, come on. There's ways how to say it. I'm always messing up in this area, that's for sure. Husband, are we part of the solution? Or the problem? Are we having those needed, those needed talks with our wives or avoiding them? Wives, same thing. Are we being constantly open with your, with, with your husband? Are you helping him grow, calling things out in his character? I remember with my wife, that, that was the first thing that initially, before we even started dating in the kingdom, she would call me out in our friendship. I'm like, man, this woman. I, I needed that. And she called me out twice, and I still remember. So thank you, love. You know, that was the many ways you impacted me. Spiritual growth depends on your personal expectations. So do you have that expectation of yourself? Or have you settled for a routine? Can others see growth in you? Let's go to the next scripture. Hebrews 5.12. We're coming for a landing, guys, so bear with me. But solid food is for the mature, who by constant use have trained themselves to distinguish good from evil. So my first point, we talked about how others impact our spiritual growth. But more importantly, we have to train ourselves. This scripture is talking about the constant use we have to 
train ourselves. At the end of the day, when no one is watching, it is you who needs to cry out to him. It is you to seek him out. So, so we have to pray for breakthroughs. Sometimes we call them blind spots. Sometimes we call them weaknesses. What does God do with those weaknesses? He turns them around. Let's pray for these things. And, and we know what they are. We just have to pray for them. If you don't know, ask to the person to your side. The person that knows you most. Spiritual growth that can't be seen. So, to wrap it up here, remember when I shared with you guys this one time that I was, there was a really challenging time for me in my life before moving out here. Just to fill you in a little bit more on that story, my wife wrote me a letter a few days before God opened the doors for us to come to Ventura County and offer me a job. And trust me, I asked permission from my wife as well to read this letter. And it says, my love, it has been challenging to see you wander in the desert that God has laid before your feet. To see you question your capabilities, your talents, your strengths has been difficult for me to say the least. The reason for my headache is because I'm your biggest fan. When I look at you, I see capable, intelligent, diligent, tenacious, and strapping man. I see a man with limitless potential. I have often told you that I want to see the world through your eyes. Well. For once, I would love for you to see yourself through my eyes. I want you to see the man that captivated me as a woman and the man that continues to captivate me more and more as time goes on. You're the man that I desire and the man that I believe to be in God's, to be one of God's masterpieces, a man who God will call his own and faithful servant. You, my love, are how God has shown me unmerited favor. You are more than I deserve and more than I could have ever asked for. I know that God will give you the strength to finish the journey and this desert you find yourself in. And the time you feel two weeks to go on, I will be there for you. Just as Joshua was there for Moses to hold his arms, so will I be there for you. Don't lose faith, my love. Don't lose heart. Don't, lose, don't let Satan lie to you. Most important of all, do not see yourself through his eyes. I got so emotional when I read this again, and, and I was reminded what a beautiful and amazing wife I have. And guys, we can only find them in the kingdom. Okay, brothers? Um, so I want to inspire you guys. We have to continue to grow. We have to continue to let, us, let ourselves be open. Uh, let God use us in our lives. I appreciate you guys being here from Long Beach, coming here. This is God using you guys, and we're growing as a church here. I don't know if you noticed, we're, we're kind of small, but, you know, there's vision. Um, we want to grow, and God's going to bless that. Um, today, we're going to celebrate Jake's baptism. Hey, Jake, I'm already inspired by you and your life. Um, the other day, we had a little birthday party for your dad and everybody was sharing about you and talking about you all the amazing things I don't even know you that much and I'm like I feel like I know you already I connected already with you through all the sharing so thank you for being who you are and um, let this be just another step to an amazing life you're gonna have with God so with that said you guys let's finish on the prayer we're gonna have one more song to end up our service and uh, thank you for uh, for being here
Dad, uh, thank you so much for this time. Thank you so much that you're able to use me and uh, able to, to, to talk through me. That is amazing, the spiritual growth that we can go through. Sometimes, like I said, it, everything can just flow together. Everything can just be good and perfect. But sometimes, you test our faith. You want us to grow through the dark valleys in the desert. I remember Moses' mom, how she put her faith in and put the baby on the water and not knowing that, you know, the baby was going to be okay. You tested her faith out. And it's just so amazing how you test our faith the same way and in different scenarios. Help us to be ready at these moments. Ayúdanos a estar listos en esos momentos,